Hi everyone and welcome to this podcast on insulin glycine following a recent webinar titled An Update on Biosimilar Medications. My name's Jan Alford and I'll be your host today. I would like to introduce our guest, Lisa Diggles. Lisa has been working in the area of diabetes for over 25 years. She's worked in a variety of settings, including hospital and community health, as well as public health and health promotion. For the last 10 years, Lisa has worked solely as a private practice credentialed diabetes educator and dietitian. She's based on Bribey Island, which is about an hour north of Brisbane. Today, we'll be discussing insulin glycine and the introduction of opticulin and semigly onto PDBS. The learning objectives for this podcast will be one, to understand the difference between a second brand and a biosimilar medication, and two, to identify how this PBS change may impact people with diabetes who are on insulin glycines. So hello, Lisa, how are you today? Hi, Jen, I'm very well, thanks. And thank you for your time. I might start, if I could, and get you to describe for us the difference between the second brand medication and a biosimilar, please. Yes, certainly, Jen. So a second brand medication has exactly the same formulation as the original medication. So a second brand is usually made by the same manufacturer under exactly the same conditions, the same active and inactive components as well. So it's really an identical product. So put simply, it's just the brand name um, or the, of the product that has changed. On the other hand, a biosimilar medication is one that has been shown to have comparable efficacy and safety to the original product. And this has been assessed by the TGA. So biosimilar drugs are different in composition from the originator and they are not identical to the original drug. Thank you for that. I was wondering if you could prescribe, describe for us uh, the recent PBS changes affecting insulin glycine. Yes, certainly. So the only insulin glycine 100 unit per mil that's been available in Australia since 2001 has been Lantus. And that's something that I think all credential diabetes educators are very familiar with. So Lantus is manufactured by Sanofi. In October 2019, the TGA approved a biosimilar insulin glycine, Semgly, to be listed on the PBS. And that one is manufactured by Mylan. So with the arrival of some biosimilar insulins in Australia, Sanofi has made um, the decision to list a second brand of insulin glycine onto the market called Opticulin. So are they going to stop making Lantus then? And if so, when will it be no longer available? Yeah, so Lantus has already been delisted from the PBS on the 1st of July. So Lantus is no longer available in Australia. Okay, thank you for that. Now, I mean, I guess the next question is really, if a person's still got some repeats on their Lantus prescription, will they require another script from their GP? And given that it's now no longer available, what will or can the pharmacist dispense for them? Yep, so Jen, they won't need a new script um, as long as that Lantus script is valid. So that would mean that it has to be dated before the 30th of June 2020, as this was the date that Lantus was delisted. And it also needs to be less than 12 months old. Um, the pharmacist can substitute with either Semgly or Opticulin instead of Lantus. And, and how is the insulin, in what um, sizes and pens, etc., is, is it... Um 
being provided? Is it in cartridges and, and pens now as well? Yeah, yep. So, Optisulin will be available um, just as Lantus is. So, it's available in both 3ml cartridge and also as disposable pre-filled pen. It's really important to note that Semglee is only available as a disposable pre-filled pen. So, there are no 3ml cartridges for Semglee. Thank you for that. Does the pharmacist require any approvals before substituting the medication? And is there any difference in the cost between uh, insulin glargines? No, there's no approvals that are needed at the pharmacy level. Uh, the pharmacist can just substitute with either Semglee or Opticulin without going back to the original prescriber. The cost to the client on the PBS is exactly the same. Of course, the government is doing this to make a saving, and I believe that's around a 25% reduction in cost to the government with the introduction of biosimilar insulins. Uh, that's not surprising. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Opticulin the same as Lantus then? Do people maintain the same dosing, for example, and the same pens, which you've, you've mentioned a little, I think, and the same needles? Or will they be able to use the Clickstar or the All-Star Pro for the cartridges, for example? Yeah, lots of questions, and I'm sure these are all questions that other um, diabetes educators are asking. So, Opticulin is exactly the same as Lantus, just with a new name. So, in answer to your question, yes, Opticulin is Lantus. Um, Semglee has been assessed as having a comparable efficacy to Lantus by the TGA, but it's not identical to Lantus. So, the disposable pen for Opticulin is exactly the same as what we're used to with the Lantus Solo Star. Um, it has a different name on it, obviously. And it's a different colour, but all of its other features are the same. The disposable pen for Semglee is a similar style to other insulin pens, so um, same as, um, yeah, it's, it's a similar, similar device. Uh, the needles for the both are exactly the same. Um, and as I've already mentioned, the main difference there is that um, Semglee is only available as a disposable pen and not as a 3ml cartridge. So the 3ml cartridges for Opticulin will fit the existing ClickStars and All-Star Pro devices. And what about the dosing um, with these insulins? Are they the same or what, what are your recommendations in that respect? Yep, so the TGA guidelines are that dosing is the same for both Opticulin and Semglee. So as Opticulin is identical to Lantus, if one of my clients were switching over to Opticulin, then I would just be recommending that they continue with their usual management practices. So same dose, same blood glucose monitoring. Semglee is biosimilar, so it's not exactly the same as Lantus. Dosing recommendations from the TGA are the same. However, I would be encouraging my clients to initially do some additional blood glucose checks when any biosimilar product is used. And obviously then encouraging them to contact the diabetes educator, GP or endocrinologist if they notice any changes. I think the really important thing is that as the two insulin glargines are not identical, and I think it's really important that clients don't chop and change between the two insulins once they start on one. So if they're moved over to Opticulin, then I think we should be encouraging them to stay on Opticulin. Or if they're moved over to Semglee, we should encourage them to be staying on Semglee. That's a good point. Thank you for clarifying that. And can you also tell me, uh, tell us a little bit about simple steps then, please? 
Yes, so Simple Steps is a free telephone-based support service um, for people using a Sanofi insulin. So the phones are manned by CDEs. Uh, the service is designed to just provide really general diabetes advice. We don't um, do specifics individual advice. And it's also mainly there to assist with this transition period from Lantus and helping clients move on to an alternative insulin glycine. So when people ring up, um, we provide them with advice and then we'd also recommend that they contact their closest CDE um, if it's deemed that more individualised advice is required. This phone line is not just for consumers, it's also available for pharmacists, doctors, nurses and diabetes educators to use as well. Thank you for that and it certainly helps to know they've got some help at the other end of the phone line if they need to. So thank you, Lisa. That really has helped provide us a nice summary with the change over to the new insulins. I just hope they make the names easier to say sometimes. They seem to get more complicated as we go along. But thank you once again. It really has been great to talk to you today. Thanks, Jan. It's been a pleasure. Thank you to, to listeners for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And to obtain CBD credit for this podcast, please go to the ADEA Learning Management System at learning.adea.com.au and complete a feedback evaluation. Until next time, goodbye and thank you.